howdy, it's June and it's time for the wool. Hello, Gary. <laughs> Hi, Easy. I love your introductions. You're Thank you. Best. Yeah, try, try and mix it up, you know, make it a bit different each yeah. time. <laughs> You're always very American when you start your podcast. <laughs> I know, so. I don't know why that is. Yeah, <laughs> bizarre. Who knows? But Easy, we've got a special episode because it's our last one for a while. Last one for a while, yes. Tell our fellow wolves for why. So I'm, I'm betraying Liverpool and um, I'm moving to the... I was going to call it the Big Apple, the Big Scone. What is London? No. <laughs> the Big Scone. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Moving to London, you know. The, the, the Big Scone. Yorkshire pudding <laughs> outside. The Big Fish and Chips. <laughs> <laughs> to that city with lots of theatres. Oh, so man. I won't have a purple bin anymore. No. I probably won't even have a bin. Maybe oh, a lemon one. Yeah. That's all I can afford. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we're still we're still not sure exactly what we're going to do yet in terms of maybe so you do a month from London, I'll do a month from up here, or maybe we just do seasonal ones when you're up north maybe, again, or maybe four times a year, you know, yeah, special, you know. So don't worry, guys, we haven't broken up. We're still yeah, friends. We're still friends. Yeah, this isn't the end. It's, it's uh, yeah. just just think of us as the Spice Girls on a on a hiatus. Exactly. I'm just I'm, I'm like Jerry. I'm trying to start my own. Ooh, I always took myself as more of a uh, more of a baby kind of character. Really? <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> but anyway, we've we've got a professional in our midst, yes. so we should. Uh, we it's should. a serious episode. <laughs> yeah. So uh, who's our guest today? Hello. Hi. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm the literary assistant over at the Everman and Playhouse Theatres. <laughs> Excellent. And you're more than that. And as well, I am creative producer of Paperwork Theatre. Mm. And you're also. What else have Gary's. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a label I use very often. <laughs> 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 yes, uh, uh, yes, I am Gary's girlfriend. Small print at the bottom. <laughs> of the, uh, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, so, so Greg's... we're not here to talk about your relationship. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, we met many years ago. <laughs> so, um, first of all, then, so tell us, you're a dramaturg. Yes. What's one of them? Yeah, a, uh, a dramaturg is a big part of my job, but at the Edmund Playhouse and over at a Paperwork Theatre, uh, a dramaturg is a, is a, it's a funny word, um, and what I would sort of describe it as is you're sort of a person in between the creative team and the audience, um, so you're sort of um, in the room with the creatives, you have that creative eye and you're helping to shape the piece. Um, but you're always interrogating the piece as well, so you're asking whether um, what this, by having the structure in this way, how is that helping the audience journey, or is that character um, believable, or um, are they too 2D, or all those sorts of things that help make the piece the very best it can be. So you have a bit of a creative role, but it's not necessarily about you making the piece, it's more about you facilitating the, the process to make it clear and help it reach its potential. Do you advise the creatives on what you think they should yeah, be doing? Yeah, yeah. What what, well, what happened previously in, in projects I've worked with is you tend to have a relationship with a playwright or a theatre maker very early on and you may see several drafts or you may go into quite a few rehearsals and you, you, you uh, are there when they're making the piece and then you ask questions that just maybe prompt them to think about other areas of the piece and um, rather than you saying I think you should do it this way it's more about um, asking them questions that make them think about how they can tell the story in, in the best way that they can. It's funny because we just, um, Gary and I just recorded an episode for the, the, 
film book club about Les Mis, and I think that's what Les Mis needs. A dramaturg. Mm. Yeah. This has so many plot holes, and the story is so difficult yeah. to understand that if Hayley had been there helping them out, yeah. that yeah. wouldn't have yeah, happened. If you, if you could get me a job, yeah. Retro- a dramaturg on Les Mis. That, Retroactively. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll pop in the DeLorean, take you back to 2012. Um, have, you, have you worked on any shows that we might have heard of? Um, I've worked a lot on um, some of the Yep shows here at the Everman Playhouse. I was the dramaturg for Alex Jones' Half Baked, which was in the Playhouse studio a few years ago, um, and then went on a little national tour as part of a Young Theatre Makers scheme, um, and that was that was fantastic. Um, but I knew Alex earlier on anyway. We had a we had an existing relationship from when he was on our Young Writers program, um, so it, we, that sort of worked really well. And then there have been times when I've worked on some of the the Yep shows as well, like Paper Town. Um, and, and that been, that's been fantastic because that was a huge project that was partly devised and written by our young writers. So um, a big, big project that did need a bit of a dramaturgical head in the room. Nice. <laughs> so tell us about the Young Writers Programme. The Young Writers Programme. Uh, the Young Writers Programme has been a part of the Everyman and Playhouse um, Playwrights Port for a number of years. It's always been for uh, writers between the ages of 18 and 25. It did used to be a year long, but a few years ago we decided to make it two. So the first year is all about learning your craft. You'll learn about how to write characters, um, how to structure plays, theatricality, all that sort of stuff. And there is opportunities to work with the rest of YEP as well. And then in the second year, it's a little bit more of a step up. It's a bit more professional, so you'll receive some professional masterclasses from uh, companies or uh, directors, writers, and um, theatre practitioners who um, are already working in the industry. And um, you'll also develop a full-length play um, with support from, from us in the literary department as well. So how do you apply for that then? That's coming up to the time, isn't it? It should be, yeah, we should be opening for recruitment, I think it's in July. Um, so all the details will be available on our website and our social media channels. Um, but it's just, we have a short application form, we just ask you why you want to be a part of the Young Writers Programme, why you'd like to write for theatre. Um, and we ask you to send 10 pages worth of script as well. So um, we can just sort of gauge what type of writer you are and what stage of your development you're at. Um, because obviously we want to put together a group that are going to work really well together and are all at the same sort of level. So um, we don't want anyone feeling like um, it's not advanced enough for them or, or vice versa. And were you a young writer yourself? I wasn't a young writer, no, but um, I, was, I, was, I had a little bit of a placement here. I was a literary intern back in 2011. And when that came to an end, um, I had a small opportunity to be like Yep's trainee dramaturg. Which was, which was really cool. I meant to get to do loads of script reading. I got to work quite closely with a lot of the young writers. Um, and just sort of got was thrown into to sort of being a drama tag, and that was really cool. Um, from um, the literary department, I have, I have lots of friends who are writers, for example, and they, yeah. they just send scripts everywhere, and then they, they hear back from them like five months later. Yeah. I don't even know if they read the scripts. Can you just tell us a bit how that works and then what advice you would give to, to writers who want you know, the yeah, place to be read yeah. by? Well, you know, one of the, that was interesting that you said um, about sending scripts everywhere. Don't feel like you've got to send your script everywhere because um, every theatre has a different criteria or different audiences. Really think about um, that theatre's programme and whether your work is right for them, but also whether you want them to be producing your work. So give that loads of you know give that loads of consideration when you're sending your work to places, but don't be afraid either. Do submit competitions and calls for submissions, and um, when you when you find them online and stuff. Um, we do read them. <laughs> it 
it just takes a long time because obviously we get a lot. Um, and on average, how many a week? Uh, a week. Yeah. And um, well, we've recently changed. Like, we used to get about ten a week. And this was back in the day though when we used to receive scripts from anywhere in the world, from anyone who called themselves a writer, um, and we give feedback to everyone, we'd read the full thing, and that was quite intense. Where's, and, sorry, just to interrupt, where's okay. the furthest place? The furthest place that you'd receive them from. Uh, we used to get quite a lot from Canada. Wow. Cool. Um, but then you would get you would get the odd one from somewhere like Switzerland or something a little bit random. Did you ever get one like non in not in English as well? Um Oh, well, some very poor English, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, actually, I have had, I think I've had one in Japanese. I think I have had one in Japanese, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we, we actually changed our policy a little while ago um, because we have this fantastic community of, of theatre makers in Liverpool and we wanted our resources to really be supporting them first and foremost. And it's, it's not that we don't have opportunities for writers living outside the Liverpool city region, but for our unsolicited scripts, um, it kind of makes more sense to only be reading scripts from the Liverpool City region because what that means we can do now is we can read a script and if we if we like the writer, if we think they're really interesting, we can meet them for a cup of tea and just have a really honest chat about their work and, and what they want to achieve over the next few years. Um, whereas you get that script from a writer abroad and it's, you can't really form the same sort of relationship. You can't really fly them over here. So um, so it's been working a lot a lot better. And it does mean that we're receiving less scripts than before. So it means we can concentrate more on... Um, on the, the scripts that we do receive, we can be reading them and giving them, you know, better feedback. Than what kind of feedback do you give them? Um, so when we're when we're reading a script, we we think about it in terms of our stages, but that's not really the only reason we read them. We read them really because we are interested in um, see seeing who's out there and who's um, who's who's wanting to work in this industry, and so for us, it's more about the the beginning of a, a working relationship with a writer or a theatre maker. Um, so we'll talk about things about character and theatricality and structure, and we're looking really predominantly at, at their craft and, and seeing if they've got that, that theatre making craft, that little spark that, mm -hmm. that you can tell someone wants to write for theatre. Um, and for us, you know, it, it is quite important to see if they uh, they understand our programme and, and they want to write for us as well. That, that's quite a nice thing because um, obviously we want to programme work that resonates with our with our audiences. Would you take, so is there any particular genres you lean towards or are you willing to take anything across the board? No, we, we, we don't really. I mean, we can't accept things like um, TV or radio scripts yeah. um, or musicals. We receive an all. I know, and it would things may well change. You never know. But um, me and Easy are working on uh, <laughs> on an Eddie the Eagle musical, so well, I, I don't yeah, mind giving that, that a little little read. I don't mind at all. What if I call you a play with music? You will read it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, might, yeah, I, I see, know. I might do. That's the difference. It's a film with music. It's not a music. I think it kind of grew a lot from. Um, Obviously, being based in Liverpool, you get an awful lot of sort of Beatles plays or oh jukebox mu musicals, and it just kind of. Um, you can only produce so many of those, and we kind of have to say, not right now, but um, maybe Ooh, sometime in the future. But then, uh, so you were working there when Dead Dog in a Suitcase was yes. being developed, so yes. you were reading it from the early stages. 
was that not called the musical from the early stages? Well, that's a very different type of relationship. So that never really started with the script. Nihai never start with the script anyway. They have a really brilliant um, R&D process. It takes them a long time um, to, to develop a new play. And obviously we had a really good relationship with Nihai anyway. And we, we knew that their, their work would really sit well on the Everyman stage and would um, resonate with our audiences. So when they came to us with that idea and we were part of that making process, that was very different. Obviously, we really we really like um, plays with songs. We've produced work by Lizzie Nunnery and, you know, mm-hmm. lot, lots of plays on our stages have songs. Um, but in terms of unsolicited scripts, that's kind of not how we manage those relationships, I suppose. I suppose. the scale of the scale of it, yeah. and the band, and orchestra, whatever. As well, is. yeah, that's it. You can kind of have um, a relationship then about our stages, the size of it and things, and um, if, it's, if it's a writer who perhaps lives outside the region who's never visited our stages before, um, they make assumptions, of, especially of like the Playhouse stage, and you're like, no, this musical will really never fit on our stage, you know, and or in fact will never resonate with our audiences, which is which is the the sad bit. But um, but yeah, it's more of a different relationship if okay. we're making making work with people like Nihai. Hmm. So, who are some of your favourite companies then that you've worked with during your time here? Nihai has got to be my absolute favourite theatre company, even though they don't start time. with a script. <laughs> even though they don't start with a script, which I, I wish I like. I think it's fantastic. You know, they have a really exciting theatre making process, and there's sometimes I've met their um, associate artist Anna Maria Murphy a few times. And when she's talking about her process, she she shows showed us like a shoebox. When she opened the shoebox, everything inside of the shoebox and um, was things that made her thought of, of the play she was developing. So there might be shells or photographs or just bits of colour and paper that or, or little scraps of writing that she started to think about. And from that they start to play. Um, and she, sometimes she might write a poem, which then becomes a monologue, or um, they might do so, a song, turn it into a song, and things like that. And the, the theatre making process is so collaborative and um, fun yeah. that I just think there's no wonder it shines through in their work. Mm-hmm. What other companies? Other companies. Um, gosh, I love so many companies. Um, I'm quite a fan of Headlong. I thought their 1984 was fab. Um, I also really like, I saw a show at the Playhouse not so long ago called um, I Was a Rat by Teatro Kismet, who were fantastic. Um, and I like lots of local companies as well, you know, we've got some fantastic companies in Liverpool like um, Temesis Theatre, mm-hmm. who were doing some fantastic work. Um, and I've been on the Everman stage only a few years ago, but they're, they're now really growing and evolving and they're working with artists in Liverpool as well and I think they're really exciting. What's your favourite theatre venues other than E&P? Um, I, well, it, I absolutely love going to the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm-hmm. And when I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe, I have a couple of key favourites. So I do love Underbelly. I like that there's just water dripping from the walls. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a bit grungy and, and quite horrible, but, but fantastic at the same time. And I love the Paint Plows roundabout oh as God, well. Oh my God, one of my favourite venues. Mm. I think Such a good fantastic. idea as well. You can just yeah. take it anywhere. It's, it's brilliant. And the work that I've seen in that space as well, it just works so well. It feels quite intimate, and but at the same time quite ambitious theatrically. Yeah. So I think it's a fantastic little space that they've got there. And what's, back to A&P then, what's the best production you've seen? Since you've been working here. Since I've been working here. Um, 
it would it would have to be between I Was a Rat by Theatric Kismet or, or Dead Dog in a Suitcase. I mean, Dead Dog, Dead Dog in a Suitcase was phenomenal. It made me cry several times. I think I saw it four times. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to come back. Yeah. You won't come yeah. back. No. But I really wanted to. Yeah. Oh. I wish I had made a film. <laughs> Still time. Yeah, you know. we could do it. Yeah. Uh, departing from dramaturgy. Mm. That's right, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a word. So tell us, so, so paperwork theatre. Yes. What's that then? Um, so Paperwork Theatre formed back in July 2014. And uh, originally it was formed by myself, Nicole Morris, who's our artistic director, and Bryony Anderson. And Bryony has become more of a, a supporting lead now, and it's run predominantly by myself and Nicole. So Nicole is our artistic director, and I am creative producer. And um, it sort of grew out of, I want to be making work again. It had been a little while since we'd all been making work. And um, wanting to make work, that was for everyone. Because at, at Paperwork, we really think that st- stories can be for anyone, really. And you don't have to necessarily go to a theatre to, to, see, to see or enjoy um, theatre. Um, so we, we take a lot of our work out of... Um, buildings and tend to perform in non-theatre spaces um, and it's just sort of grown and predominantly when we're thinking about making our work we always ask ourselves because we're, we're both very big John McGrath fans um, is it a good night out for our audiences because that, that's all we ever want to make we want to make work that um, either makes people laugh or cry or, or think about something in particular um, and so paperwork theatre's kind of grown from there. So you, you start quite small and now you are associate yeah, artist we're supported uh, supported artists over at Bolton Octagon Theatre you got some arts council funding we did we were successful for our first uh, grants for the arts bid only this year as part of um, as part of our support with Bolton um, we were able to be a part of the reveal season which is a fantastic new festival from them um, which showcases um, work from, from northern artists emerging artists um, and we got to create a brand new show called You, Me and the Goalposts and um, for which we, we received some in-kind support from them and um, yes, got our first ever grant for the arts. So can you can you tell just a bit about that, that journey from, you know, when you start your own company and you have no money or whatever yeah, and then you go to... It is a tricky one because for us a paperwork, um, you know, we've all, we've all worked in the industry for quite a while and we felt very passionately that we wanted to pay our artists. So yeah. going into that process, having absolutely not a penny to our name was quite a tricky, tricky process. Um, luckily for us, we, you know, we've been really, we've got a lot of really good friends who support our work and it, it has meant that we've been able to um, sometimes beg, borrow and sometimes steal um, <laughs> some, some bits and pieces from, from friends um, to support the, the creation of the work. We've also had some fantastic um, university placements uh, from both Lippa and Liverpool John Moores University. So we've had stage managers, technicians and designers who have supported our work through through their degree, which has been fantastic. And we've done a little bit of fundraising as well. So with our we had a in 2014 we had like a little launch, um, and that was a lot of goodwill, and we bought actors with paints um, <laughs> but that was just about to say hello we are doing this thing and I hope that you'll stick with us and support our work and then our first kind of big production um, was part of Liverpool Light Night in 2015 and we took over some red telephone boxes um, across the city centre to tell um, stories about important phone calls through the decades and it was all inspired by 
Sir Giles Gilbert Scott, who was the designer of the red telephone box, but also the designer of the Anglican Cathedral. And um, so we just wanted to celebrate that little bit of Liverpool history, really. But that was the first time we received £500 from the Awesome Foundation in Liverpool. And we um, done a little bit of fundraising through Indiegogo as well. And through that, we were able to pay for set and, and costume and then give uh, pay for expenses for our actors okay. as well. So it started off expenses and now we're still starting to grow into proper fees as as you should be paying people. <laughs> yeah, but um, it, it's really difficult. I mean, from a producer's point of view, we yeah. all know that, you know, the producer's always the last person to get anyone back <laughs> yeah. anyway. But of course, when I pay your actors, it's just so, diffi so difficult in the French scene. It is, yeah, it really it really is. And as well, um, you want to, you want to, um, you're running it quite professionally as well you know you want you want to show that they're valued and you want to treat everyone correctly but um i think it's important to we're quite lucky to have received that in-kind support from bolton because that helped us secure the grants for the arts and if you can work with other companies or other venues to help support your work then then do because that that really helps your application go a lot further um and as well, you know, do look for other little pots of money. Like we were really, we were really over the moon when we got the Awesome Foundation money. Is it five hundred pound? Well, five hundred pound goes a long way, yeah, you know. And yeah. um, so, what's next? What What's in the pipeline? What's next? Well, uh, there are some rumours that you, me, and the goalpost may well come to Liverpool. Nice. I think it might <laughs> work quite well here. Um, and we're looking to do some R and D in the autumn. And um, this brand new piece that we're we're looking to work on, which will be for young audiences. Mm. What would be the dream project? So let's say unlimited <laughs> budget. Yeah. And you could get in anyone to be in your cast. Yeah. Is paperwork and knee high working together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why, why yeah. Not? Where would be your site sensitive Liverpool location? Oh gosh. I'm not going to give you a theatre. I'm not going to make it that no, easy. No. Gosh. No. I will. I, pro I probably yeah. wouldn't pick one anyway. Um. I would. Gosh, so many options. Um, I've often dreamt of doing a um, a musical, actually, <laughs> yeah. um, on a public transport. <laughs> Ooh, nice. um, so yeah, taking our audiences on quite a physical journey, as well as as well as hopefully an emotional one. Who would be your dream cast member? Dream if, cast member. If uh, budget was unlimited. It's Julie Walters, isn't it? Julie Walters, yeah. over and over and over again, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I should say as well, you know, we work with some fantastic Liverpool performers and creatives as well. Um, and, and I, you know, working with them has been an absolute joy. And I hope that as paperwork grows, we have this little ensemble of performers who do want to always be a part of our work because we working with them is just a joy. Yeah, cool. So for our, our listeners out there who are thinking like, hey, this sounds all right. Like, how, how do I get into this uh, dramaturgy lark? Yeah. What would you tell them to do? Um, well, it's quite tricky um, with a lot of the funding cuts that are happening at the moment. Theatres are reducing or changing the way that they structure the, the organisation. So there aren't loads of literary departments, but that doesn't mean that there aren't opportunities out there. I'd suggest trying to get a little bit of script reading experience because you learn, learn so much by reading other people's work and, and writing those reports. Um, you sort of also develop a, a taste and an understanding for the crafts by doing that. So if you can get any script reading work, um, I'd say try and do that. 
also watch and read and talk about theatre as much as you can because it really does train train you up to understand the craft a lot and that's what you you need to do if you're going to be a dramatic and um and working with theatres and uh, theatre companies and and writers as well because it's quite a it's quite a delicate process dramaturgy it's not necessarily about tiptoeing around and making sure everyone's happy but it's about making sure that those creatives in the room feel supported and that you're really helping them to to craft their piece the very best that you can one more little question yeah. so when you read unsolicited scripts <laughs> yeah is there ever a fear that like say a big name sends in a name <laughs> with a false name attached to it and then you're like Oh, oh God! Like J.K. Rowling. Yeah, well, like what? If, what? If, yeah, what if she sends in something? I, I'm always terrified really? of that happening. <laughs> um, but as well, well, I, we read our scripts anonymously, so oh. so that we're never swayed by. We're constant. We're just looking at craft and, and ability and, and and passion for for writing for the stage. So it is always a bit scary thinking, especially because sometimes you can get a script which um, isn't a isn't a bad script at all, but it might be quite an abstract script or um, quite a surreal style. And you you sometimes start to question yourself. You think this is either pure genius or it makes no <laughs> sense. And you kind of have that moment where you go, maybe I'm just not clever enough to, to, to read <laughs> these that. scripts. Um, and maybe this is a genius who sent this to us. But um, I can, I can, if, if that has happened, um, no one's told me yet. <laughs> can we do a quick fire round? Yeah. Like, like, like team round. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Um, Favourite playwright? Uh, David Gregg. Uh, Favourite pub in Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably Crack. What colour have you been? Yeah, purple. Ooh. Everton or Liverpool? Sorry, guys, it's got to be Liverpool. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Favourite play ever? Favourite play ever, ever, ever? Um, that's a really hard one. Um, Yellow Man by Dale Landersmith. Mm. Favourite film adaptation of an original play script? <laughs> wow. That's mega like. Um, oh, I don't know. Okay, favourite film. There we go. Favourite film. Um, can I say Shrek? Is that a really yeah, good Yeah, I, I love, love Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask favourite musical. You must have one. Um, yeah, I do love it. I do love a musical. Um, I went to see Cabaret a, a few years ago with William Young and it was blooming brilliant. Mm. Favourite theatre venue outside of Liverpool and Edinburgh? Oh man, um, gosh, uh, I'm quite a fan of, of the Royal Exchange. Oh yeah, nice theatre. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Film book club or theatre wall? <gasps> oh my oh, god! No. Even I don't That's know what to do now. <laughs> it's like no one has to answer. <laughs> Horoscope. <laughs> Good, yeah. <laughs> um, I love a good lightning round. <laughs> I just find other questions. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I think that's been really, really, really useful for lots of people who are probably thinking of getting into yeah playwriting or running your own company. I know there's lots of people in Liverpool who are trying to run their own company. It's just really difficult, mm-hmm. but it is possible. Yeah, totally. It just takes time and commitment. Yeah, it? it does take a lot of a lot of commitment, and as well, it just takes a little bit of time to um, to find all the right. It's that add up, um, but you you will get there. You will get there. 
Is that what you do in your spare time, basically? Paperwork. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so I work four days a week over at the Everman Playhouse, and technically on the on the fifth day I'm supposed to do paperwork, but it's usually more like three days, <laughs> um, depending on whether we've got a project on or not. Well, thank you very much for being our guest. Yeah. Um, our last guest for, for a while. For a while, yeah. Oh, extra special. Yeah. Oh, don't <laughs> cry, guys. I'm not crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so easy. It's been a pleasure. It's been, a, yeah, it's been a blast. Yeah. A hell of a ride. It has. <laughs> and HG, back in 10 years, so. thanks, for, uh, thanks for being our yeah. final guest for, for the moment, anyway. Thanks for me. Oh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> right, so we're going to say ta-ta, or tra for now. Yeah, hasta la vista. Yeah. Adieu. If you like, if you like it, subscribe. <laughs> you can listen to all the other, yeah. how many more episodes do we have? Like, another nine? Something Maybe like eight that, yeah. episodes. I mean, they're not available online because SoundCloud. But, yeah. but they, they, we'll we have access. Out. Yeah, we've asked yeah. them. Listen to all of them on repeat. Listen to Film Book Club and then we'll be back in a yeah. blink of an eye. So Hayley, is there anything you want to plug before we go? So where can our listeners find you on the Twitters and uh, Paperwork? You can, you can find us on Twitter at PaperworkT. Um, and our website is paperwaytheatre.co.uk. Wonderful. Easy, what's your Twitter? At um, EasyTweets, E-Z-E Tweets. Wonderful. And I'm at Gary the Lunt. And you can also find us at TheatreWool as well for all your theatre needs. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. That's the one. Cool. Well, we're all going to go and uh, weep in a corner now <laughs> while you, uh, yeah. you board your uh, train down to London. Yeah. <laughs> to the big scone <laughs> amazing come and visit soon now you can come visit too and we can do a uh, theatre London on tour yeah, yeah. amazing on tour. cool right well we'll speak to you all soon listeners it's been a pleasure I've been easy I've been Gary oh I've been Hayley <laughs> <laughs> this has been theatre wall, wall.